This podcast is part of the GWC Network. For more information on it or to check out some of our other awesome podcasts, visit us at galacticwatercooler.com. After the tone, enjoy the show. This is Fitzmart Podcast number 29, recorded September 30th, 2012. Welcome back, everybody. Hey, welcome back. Welcome back. Hopefully, everyone's having as nice a weather we had these last couple days. It's oh, man. Rain all day yesterday was nice. You know, that's a new one for me. I always had been sort of like, well, if it's raining, I don't want to do anything outside. Right. <laughs> And, uh, you know, it wasn't really like raining rain. It was kind of sprinkling. Just sprinkling, all, yeah. You know, light rain. Yep. And uh, I'm like, man, it's my run time this morning. <laughs> I feel like running. And I start <laughs> looking around. I'm like, well, what if this really is going to get hurt? You right. Know? I'm like, well, it's not pouring, so my shoes right. aren't going to get screwed up. That would be a problem. Right, right. Uh, and and my, my Garmin, thankfully, the watch is, you can, I swim with it, it, so, so it's, it's not going to be a problem. And uh, the body bug's not going to get trashed. I actually swam two laps with the body bug one time. (laughs) And uh, like, oops. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, well, let it it dry. (laughs) And it didn't, uh, yeah, it didn't die. So I'm like, well, a little rain on it's not going to hurt. Not going to hurt. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) If if it survived two laps, I'm not recommending you do this with your body bug. Don't give it a try. I was pretty certain I was going to need to replace it, but no. Uh, but so I thought, what the hell, you know, I can, my phone's in a bag. I'm like, sure. I got, I'll just go run. So I did, you know, running in the rain is not so bad as long as it's not too cold, really. Right. It's, it's, it's kind of nice. It's, yeah, actually. When it's wet and cold, it's bad. But when it's just wet and 70 something, it's actually pretty Whatever. nice. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's, and it's funny that you say that because, uh, uh, last night as well, my daughter's like, she loves the rain. So she's like, you want to go for a walk? I mean, it's still raining. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I grew up in Seattle. Sure, I mean, whatever. Walked in the rain most of my you life. Walk like, in the rain, you wouldn't walk. That's yeah, how I'd, be, I'd be stuck still standing in a doorway till like August. Then I'd have a day to walk around, and then after that day, I'd be stuck back. That's what Roger still. said when I was like, "She goes, she's like, you know, people in Seattle, they probably deal with this." I'm like, yeah, that's yeah, a good yeah. Point. Pretty much all the time. So, so it was a lot of fun, but uh, it was kind of nice to see. Really odd for around here because typically, you know, we get that big thunderstorm that rolls through for an done. hour. You know, big wind, and then it's done. And you know, to have it rain all day, and actually, you know, even a little bit this morning is. So I was getting up a little bit of sprinkling and wet on the ground and you know, definitely can use the water. So that was nice. Rained on again this morning yep. as I <laughs> as I ran. Either yeah. way. So, yeah, I got I got wet riding the motorcycle into work today too. So uh everyone's like, Oh, you took a chance on the weather and hope to be good. I was like, No, it was wet when I came in. If, if it's wet when I go home, I don't care, you know. I felt like riding. Yeah, That's how a, it is. It's only water. Made me rem- remember riding in Seattle. So I'm like, Oh, look, I used to do this all the time. <laughs> Yeah, I'm kind of a weenie. I don't know about the bike, riding the bike. I Because there's so, I don't know, the, the there's not a lot of tread on the tire. Right. It's pretty small. Yeah. I don't know. Well, on the, at least on the motorcycle, I've got a I got a fender on the front and the back. Yeah. Where on a bicycle, oh, yeah. all that water's getting just sprayed just up on like, you. Yeah, I don't know. That, that. That's not a lot of fun. I, I wouldn't avoid it. light sprinkling, I guess. But if sure. it was raining, I don't know. I might yeah. think about that just because yeah. I don't I don't know. We'll see. We'll, we'll see what happens. <laughs> see how bad it, when it rains when I really want to ride. Yeah, then exactly. we'll find out. You know, how bad do I really want to ride? Exactly. <laughs> Always almost bad enough to do it anyway. That's right. That's usually how it works. Yeah, and it, you know, once you're out there and you get wet to a certain point, you don't it's get true. any wetter. So you're like, oh, well, honestly, when I run fast for me, I'm not right. saying this is fast, but fast for me, right. I'm gonna get wet anyway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it really doesn't matter. I'm going to soak through whatever I'm wearing. So right. if I rains on me a little, that's not re- getting wet. Isn't really is a factor. The, is it, yeah. It's like, yeah, it don't, doesn't bother <laughs> me that much. So, but, uh, well, I know you had, uh, you'd been thinking about a couple things. Yeah, this week. I did. I had a couple of things that, that occurred to me. One. And this is kind of funny because this is one of those things that when you first think about it, it's kind of like, well, duh, you know? Right. Yeah, of course. But but when you really sit down and think about it, it sort of explains a whole lot of things about making changes to your body through diet and exercise. Right. Uh, which is that, you know, I think we tend to get into this kind of mode of thinking, I do anyway, uh, and, and I wonder if other people do as well, where where you think, okay, I'm doing this and I get this result, and you sort of just plug them together directly in your mind. Right. And then it becomes a bit frustrating when you don't necessarily get the result you want, or you get the result you want, but it comes in an unsteady manner. You Correct. get a lot and a little and none, and you go backwards a little, and you get a little more, and it just yeah. kind of... It doesn't have that nice mathematical one, you know, one two, three, four. Yeah, just that perfect, perfect correlation to yeah. what you 
what you the work you did because yeah, you, know? you know life is perfect and everything yeah, reacts exactly like I, said. like I wanted it to <laughs> it seems like a duh thing <laughs> but but you know and, and i've i've heard it described as adaptation right you know and it's like it's kind of like darwin in in the x-men you sure know? yep like you know in the movie i know a lot of people hate what they did to him but anyway in the movie you see him like you know he sticks his head in the in the fish tank and grows gills Go, you know? yeah and it's like whoop there we go well all making almost any kind of change to your body through exercise and and diet right it's sort of like that you it know is. it's like a little bit slower but much yeah yeah sadly no uh no x-men superpowers right but, but you know it, it's like instead of it really being this direct connection like i had kind of imagined that sure. i do this work and then this thing happens it's more like you know from what i i understand essentially your body wants to survive correct and it adapts to survive right it's the darwin joke you know <laughs> yes. and and the trick is by by doing by like for example if i i'm in in a build phase right now and i want to put on muscle i'm not uh i'm not just saying to the body put on muscle i'm creating an environment in which it thinks that to survive effectively right it needs more muscle yeah you you lift enough weight that's challenging for the muscle to lift oh, enough times during the week and throughout the throughout the time that the body says okay this is consistent in order for us to continue to exist we need to need to be able to lift this weight this way consistently at which point it's then like, you add muscle oh we're gonna do this all the time okay well we can't do that as is so uh, obviously we need some more muscle to do that and it starts slowly directing everything in that direction and, and adapts yep. to this new environment that you're in right and same thing with wanting to learn to run you know it's like mm -hmm. We don't do that kind of thing all the time. That we've been fine for for forty years without doing that. Without doing that, so I don't know why we need to. And then all right. of a sudden, you start hammering it with it regularly, and it's right. like, well, crap, we've got to do some new stuff here. Yeah. And it starts trying to adapt to be able to do that because it feels, you know, again, you're doing it consistently enough that the body's going, okay, this isn't just a one time thing, and that's where. You can go to the gym or you can go, I mean, you can jump out and run a 5K, 10K. Heck, you could probably, if you're, if you're got the mental fortitude, you can go out and run a marathon without ever practicing for it and finish it. You, you're going to be hurting the next day or two or week. But again, it's not one of those ones that then your body's going to suddenly go, okay, now I'm a marathon runner and you're going to be able to run marathons all the time. You build up to it. And, uh, you know, and that's where that adaptation comes in. Yeah. And, and that's sort of, once I accepted that same thing with weight loss too i'd like to say i mean I'm, right. I'm talking about these these performance building things sure but when it comes down to it it's the same with weight loss you're you're creating an environment in which your body thinks that to survive correctly it needs less fat right so it's going to get rid of that fat exactly. and shed it and and adapt itself to be more successful in this new environment correct now, you may be cheating and crafting that environment very carefully to trick it <laughs> right. into doing something that you want it to do that maybe isn't really necessary for survival. Right. But that's your business. Exactly. <laughs> that's, the, that's the brain's little secret. It doesn't have to tell the body. That's right. You know? And once I started thinking about it that way, a whole lot of things started clicking into place for me. You know? Sure. Like, I realized that, that you know, we talked about early on in in the podcast series here we talked about the idea of there really isn't a path it's not like a one two three ordered step thing that you mm -hmm. do these things and then you get what you want correct instead it's more of like uh it, it's more of like if you're in the general zone right things work out over yep. time and and it's not binary it's not either you've you're on actually i lie we talked about it being a path, not being a path. not being a uh you're uh, on, like the, a wagon, on the bus you know? or on the wagon off the wagon exactly we're like it's binary either you're doing step one step two step three or you're screwed correct versus you know it's it's analog and you get all these possibilities in between so right you know if you if you do a lot you get a lot if you do a little you get a little and sure. it works out and i think this sort of explains some of that to me and makes it make more sense to me that when i know right. for a fact that that's the case but i now i kind of get it it's like 
Well, I'm not really looking to, it's not that if I lift X number of pounds, I get X amount of muscle. It's more right. like if I maintain this, this environment for my body, right. it adapts in the way I want it to. Right. So, so instead of looking at, okay, I missed that workout day. Sure. Instead of thinking, well, that means I'm, I, I didn't lift the, move the 26,000 pounds I was going to move during that hour and 15 minute session. Right. So I'm screwed. Instead, it's like, what does that do to this overall environment? Well, if I'm consistent otherwise, not a hell of a lot. Really not a lot. Yeah, exactly. You know, if if I'm not consistent over a while, uh, over all of it, then I might not be getting that much anyway. Sure. Even if I did make this session. If right, right. Yeah, it's like, you know, oh, I made this session, but I missed the next six. It's like, yeah, oh, okay, or, so. yeah, or I'm not managing enough of it to create an overall environment, you know? Right. And that's that's it too. Is like if focusing really heavy on one thing and just beating the crap out of this one thing and not building the rest of the environment. If the environment's not there, the adaption doesn't occur, and you don't right. get what you want. You right. know. Well, and that's and that's where if you put too much emphasis on any any one thing, too much on on lifting, too much on cardio, too much on eating. Um, yeah, like, you you can get changes, you can make changes, but there's again the body's going to adapt. So if you eat at a deficit for long enough, your body is going to lose weight and eventually adapt to live at that deficit, which then means all progress stops. And if you decide, okay, I don't like eating this little and you start eating more, well, the body's going to readapt to eating more, which means it's going to add more, more weight back on. And so you want to have that, that balance. And oftentimes what happens is, you know, going too far on one rather than the other, you know, just going to be, I'm going to do all cardio or I'm going to do all diet, or I'm going to do all weights. Right. You get that that balance. And it's, you know, when you're talking about staying in the zone, we're hitting the right. So maybe this week, um, I didn't lift as much as I normally do. But my, you know, I still had my eating down and I still had my cardio down. You know, that's really not going to affect me that, you know, adversely that much at that point. I'm now, still going again, to be moving right. If these changes become long term, then yeah, they will. Oh, sure. But... It's not, I mean, if you're reasonably committed, the tough part here is what, you know, beating yourself up when you miss the one and letting that change the overall. Correct. Yeah. The one didn't cause any negative effects. Right. The overall that you changed from beating yourself up, that's where the negative effects yeah. come in. You know? Well, that and, and the stress you put yourself on. Oh, yeah. I mean, that that really has a lot of negative effects as well. But, you know, again, it's it's realizing it's a piece of a whole. It's not the whole right and, and if but if again if you're only doing one thing if really all you're changing is okay i'm all i'm going to change i'm going to eat the same i'm not going to lift and all i'm going to do is add cardio in and suddenly i take that cardio out well now that is the whole because that was the only thing i've, I've made a change in and that's why it's a lot easier to make smaller changes in multiple places and then that way they have everything working together gives you the overall better effect than just making 100 percent change or one massive change and also if Conversely, if you miss one of them or don't quite get it as much as you thought, it has less of a singular effect on the whole that you're trying to accomplish. Yeah, and the example for me this this last these last couple of weeks has been that once the you know I'm in school now, right? Uh, w during the summer, I was putting in a very large amount of time in cardio, especially sure, just because it was fun. You it was know, fun, and, and you could do it, and you I, had the time. Hell yeah! So you know, you run a lot. Yeah, and then <laughs> and then it's kind of like, well, you know, I. I just don't have the time. I, right. I'm going to have to pull from somewhere. And at first I started worrying and I, and I, oh, sure. I caught myself thinking, well, if I can't do the whole 10 K that I was going to do, then I don't want to wait. Wait. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the sound of lose right there. Right. And I'm like, okay, let's think about this. You know, I, I'm really trying to craft this environment. So how do I get that environment the best that I can with what I got and, exactly. and so on? And I'm like, okay, well, you know, number one, I could, I'll just run shorter, but I'll, I'll put intervals in and other things to get lots of benefit out of it. Right. I'll make sure that I do a couple of, of, of full faster runs that get me some serious burn in. Right. Push it a little bit harder. Yeah. I, uh, you know, I looked at positioning the off days to get the most out of them. 
Makes so, sense. You know, right. and to get the most out of the on days, too. So, like, for example, if uh, on a day where I know that I'm going to be on campus most of the day, walking around, meaning that I'm going to walk at least a couple of miles on campus, because oh, sure. I park out in the boonies anyway. <laughs> Why and, not? This space is always open. Damn right. Yeah, I park out. Not anymore, man. That's sad. Uh-oh. But, yeah, I park out in the boonies, and I walk around, and I, I you know, in between class, I got a little time, I walk around some and stuff like right. that. So, I'm going to get probably three or four hundred calories extra burn in a day just you know just to kind just of move around the campus it. sure so okay well we're gonna make that an off day right because i'm kind of getting a little freebie oh, anyway sure. yeah, so exactly why stack it up you know yeah. why why overdo it and why not use that yeah use it to, i mean normally i would just stack them up but what the yeah. hell i don't have that to give so right i made that an off day, and it worked it worked out fine it turned out i got what i wanted anyway you know exactly the other thing that it really made me think a lot about was the inconsistency relative, okay, relative inconsistency of results. Right. Once we get a taste of the crack of success, it we start to expect it in regular increments. Oh, definitely. You know, and and in this in the in past build phases, for example, just to use me as an example because that's all I got. In in past build phases, I've gotten out of control on them, which is easy to do. Oh, sure. You're eating a lot. You're eating at a surplus. All you got to do is screw up a little and, you know. Start start going a little more, a little more, a little more. You'll pack it on, you know. So usually at the end, I kind of blow it. And and so, you know, we started watching it real closely. We actually did weigh measures every two weeks. Every two weeks, yep. And checked it as we go. And it's funny, uh, you know, for the first three, four weeks, huge increases yep and then six weeks of nothing right it was literally nothing nothing same same body fat percent same lean body mass same you know uh uh, body fat and you're just like wait a minute what's going on you gotta understand we're talking (laughs) on the low end 15 hours a week on the high end 25 um something's gotta change you're like five thousand calories a day right something's gotta happen here and you know what's funny is is that uh the one now it's back it's on track back to moving again yeah the trick is that adaptation is like a a middle step right and it's not always consistent and and we don't understand exactly what makes it perfectly consistent sure so even if we could manage everything super closely it still might shift more or less in a given period right and when when I'm on that direct connection again, where it's like, well, I did the work. Where's my where's my cookie? You know, a, a plus B equals C. Yeah, where's where's my C? It doesn't work that way. It's sort right. of more like step three profit. You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's but it works. You yes, know, it you, does. You do the stuff and you wait, and in there, that ad- adaptation will come. Right. It may not come immediately or as fast as you want it, or it may come super fast. But you know, well, and and that's a that's a big challenge a lot of times to to, to face is that. Again, it's a lot of what we're used to seeing is A plus B equals C. You know, I do step A, you know, I get in the car, I turn the key, it I drive. Starts, yeah. It starts, you know, okay, boom, I'm, I'm ready to go. Um, and oftentimes, especially in the beginning, it will be very linear. You know, you're, you're starting to work out, you're starting to eat right, you're getting the results you want. Weight loss, weight gain, you know, appearance change, whatever it may be. But again, then adaptation comes in. And what will happen is your body is actually changing but there's sometimes a two, three week period, sometimes a six week period yeah, it happens. where the body's changing, but it's changing in such a way you don't know. You you can't really measure it with circumference. You can't really measure it with with calipers. You you if you're tracking your workouts, you're going, Well, I'm getting stronger and I'm feeling better about this, but nothing's changing. So it there's that internal change that's going on and all of a sudden it's like, Okay, let's go again. You know, I'd liken it to like climbing a mountain. You know, you you hit that little plateau. You know, you're going up, you're going up, and it's maybe slightly up or slightly down. You know, you're gaining or losing, but you're basically going right across to get to your next little climb. And that's the body um, adaptation going on internally, and just not giving you those visual cues that you would normally get. And that can be hard because you're like, wait a minute, especially when you have an appearance goal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're like, why is it not changing? What's going on? <laughs> I'm doing this. I'm doing this. And, and, you know, we can look in, we can dig in and see, do we need to, you know, do you need to eat a little bit more, a lot more? Do you need to eat less, a little bit less? Do you need to add more weight training in? And really, as we were going through it, it was like really not that much, but we'll add a couple hundred calories more. 
just to to see if it'll you know what'll, yeah, what'll realizing what the hell if it puts on a little fat we'll deal you know, with then it, we'll but. go take those couple hundred calories back and kick it up for another week and we'll be fine um and really it's a lot of times just the body's waiting for that extra you know that extra little bit for the the muscles to heal the joints to heal the the body to go okay i'm ready to now move on to the next point um, because as your body hits the set points um it, again it reaches a certain level of adaptation going okay we can survive with this is it are we going to be needing do to do really anymore? need any more than that exactly <laughs> you know and so it kind of fights you for a while and going you know do i need to do i really need to gain any more muscle do i really need to lose any more body fat we're pretty much fine here i mean we've already made some major changes <laughs> it's kind of like that you know the person going really do we have to what the hell come on <laughs> you know, and that's where the brain comes in and goes yes we do we're going to keep doing this and then the body goes okay and then it sees that there's again that consistency that says okay now let's go ahead and make the change and then you you start seeing the changes again and it's funny i just i had read to about uh i i had kind of had been just kind of dicking around with running right and i realized you know i'm not ever going to run any faster unless i learn right learn how to run <laughs> and i looked and sure enough i mean people have been doing this for many many years right. you know many many years, years. <laughs> there's people are very clear on what makes that work right and it's a much simpler problem than a lot of the other kinds of like lifting for example oh, sure. I and mean, there are many complex questions with that and and right. to make it work with this you know it's like everybody knows how it works and here's what you do this is what you do it's pretty pretty you well lined do out do that right. and wait yep and and no kidding it works. Yep. You give just, it give it time. You know, I mean, it doesn't make any sense. It's like, well, I don't understand. I have never done this, but now look, if I go do it, I can do it. And right. You're it's, looking. Yeah. It's it's kind of a funny funny thing, especially with running like that. Is you know when you're training for to run a marathon, you're getting used to putting in the distance, putting in the time, conditioning your 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 joints and your body and your lungs to to do it. All of a sudden. Oh, we're going for a long run. It's, we got a six mile run today. You know, all of a sudden, you know, a couple months later, yeah, we got a long run. We got an 18 mile run today. It doesn't sound as bad. We, you know, <laughs> that, that six mile run sounded horrible. The 18 mile, you're like, yeah, we're, you know, it's only an 18 mile this weekend. You know, it's like, wait a minute, what happened? You know, because again, the body will adapt to it. Well, I, well, that's where I heard it, first heard it described that way. Right. And I thought, I just thought that was really cool. The idea of, hey, look, you can go beat the crap out of yourself trying to run faster and faster just all the time. Right. And not only will you not run faster, you will beat the crap out of yourself oh, doing sure. it. Yeah, exactly. And then, you know, on the other hand, if you follow the plan and just wait, right, the adaptation comes yep. and you will get what you want. All of a sudden you're like, oh, wait, I'm, I'm like, running faster. That applies to a whole lot of things. Yes, it does. When it comes <laughs> to this, you know, it was the same with weight loss. Hold it in the zone. Right. You know, it was the same with building muscle. It's the same with learning to run. It's probably right. the same with damn near everything. Uh, you know, a friend of mine said it best, you know, fitness isn't really about, you know, quick results. Fitness sure. is about adaptation. Wait, and it will come. It will come. It's about exactly. consistency. Consistency is more important than a big push. Right. Or that, you know, what numbers were on the side of those weights you lifted today. Exactly. Or any of that thing. Yeah. Because I mean, that stuff. I don't, you know, we were, we were joking about this earlier, yeah. too, is, you know, the muscles don't look and go, oh, okay, you just added another 25 pound plate. We'll grow now. No, they don't care. <laughs> don't. You know, you could pull the 25, extra 25 pound plate off and they'll still grow. They're not, they, they don't have a little notebook in there. They're writing down going, okay, we're not growing until he hits, uh, uh, 280 on his uh, squat. Okay. Just a piece of, of firsthand experience advice for anybody. I mean, and, and it's not, it's not detailed advice. It's just general purpose kind of knowledge. I right. think, you know, it's easy to get roped into thinking that those numbers have to go up all the time. And if they don't, oh, bad, sure. bad things are happening. And a lot of times for me, that would lead to shorting the exercise. Right. You know, maybe, you know, if it, like we were talking about squats, maybe not quite as deep with them. Sure. You know, same thing with arms, doing a preacher curl. You know, yep. I would do heavier weight. I couldn't, you know, I was afraid I'd lose it. So right. I didn't go quite as deep with it. So you shorted the motion and yeah. everything. And, you know, uh, as as you pointed out, a little sometimes not a bad thing, you know, right. as long as you're also combining that with lesser weight where you're doing the full range. Correct. Actually, not so bad. Right, right. But it's easy to just get roped into I'm I'm only going to do three or four sets of 12 or 10, 8 to 12, you know, right. and I want those numbers to be big. So I push them up there and I do mm -hmm. short reps every time. Yeah, exactly. No, that's, that's not helpful, you know. 
And that's what led us to that whole, you know, the muscles don't know what's on right, the right. side of the weight. All they know is, did you kill them or not? Yeah, exactly. Do they and have to work and are they sore? It's a fun challenge. I mean, I've seen you do this. Like, watch this. I can kill it with a, you know, I can kill it with 20-pound dumbbells. Right. Okay. Well, it's true. You yeah. can. And I know how to do it now. It's yeah. great. You You're know? like, yay. You know, it's like, what, what do I got available? Oh, 20s. There we Let's go. Use those. Okay. We'll, we'll do those. We'll make it happen. So. And so anyway, uh, that was a, a fascinating thing for me, and it's been very useful for me. I've had good success recently, sometimes every now and then backing off, using oh, a lower sure. weight, making sure I'm getting the full range of motion, slow it down, do other right. things to make sure I kill them anyway, you know? Well, and, and sometimes the the best activation of the muscle you're going to get is you if you've been seeing the weight stepping up and getting getting stronger and getting stronger, back it down a little bit so you're not pushing as hard. You're going to find that, okay, one, you have confidence in your in full control, not going to hurt yourself, not going to drop it. And all of a sudden, as you're going down lower, you're getting that really good stretch on the on the muscle and you're feeling it activate, which then actually comes down to the fact that, okay, if I'm activating the muscle more with a lighter weight, pretty soon I'm going to have that activation when I'm going heavier, which means now I'm even stronger. So by doing that cycling, you're going to get even that much better uh, results overall. The other thing that I kind of thought would be fun to talk about a little bit is we've talked a whole lot about about food and about right. changing taste. Yes. And how over time, you know, in small increments, you can you can change your taste. And this is really funny, actually, in a in a an awesome communications class that I, I'm I'm taking. They were talking about pers- it was persuasion and sure and and talking about that. Uh, understanding you know the the various latitude uh, what is it latitude of acceptance latitude of rejection and latitude of non-committal right you okay. know and all these various things and how how little increments of an argument oftentimes can can pull someone out you know into that area of non-committal sure and and instead of automatically getting into a rejection right you can just ease toward an edge at which point all of a sudden it engages and acceptance happens sure and you know it's funny that motivating yourself to do something that maybe you don't want to do really is just persuasion it's just (laughs) persuading yourself yeah exactly but we've talked about that a lot but i think there were two things that occurred to me this week one is that uh by no means is is there never a time where you're not making yourself do something Right. Because that first change and every step along the way, you are forcing it. It is not your natural choice. It's if not your you, natural habit as of yet. That's right. If you were to look at at, uh, at item A, which is, you know, back to the Parks and Rec, right. uh, <laughs> item A is the awesome grease burger. Right. And, and item B is the... Uh, uh, veggie burger with the gourmet veggie burger. Right. With all um, the fancy cheese and everything else on it. The natural choice is the grease burger because it tastes better. Right. And it does. Yep. They're not kidding. <laughs> so so the trick here, though, is that, you know, over time, if you want to, you can move yourself slowly away from that and adapt your ch- your taste right. to a point where that that uh you know that garden burger tastes good to you right exactly you enjoy eating it you enjoy the taste of now the trick here is that you know ron swanson is absolutely right if you were to go back and take a bite of that uh, of that grease burger you would like it better you'd be like ooh, compare them side by side you're like which one am i going to pick but the question is is are you really doing that because there are a couple of I think a number of, of things that you you choices you make like this that are pretty natural. You know, right. we don't always operate based on taste. We often develop a taste. Correct. Great example for that is beer. Oh, sure. I don't know anybody that just loved beer the first time they tasted it. I know I didn't. Beer, it tasted like gas the first time yeah, you tasted like, it. What but, the hell? Who's, why would you drink this? But over time, you developed a taste. Now, at the end, it's not that it's a lie. It really does taste good to you. Oh, sure. You enjoy it at that point. So kind of what I'm talking about, you know, well, you know, and you know, it's, you know, the one of the things that, uh, you know, kind of going into the other aspect of it too, is, you know, when you, it, just cause you like something doesn't mean it just because it tastes good, I should say, doesn't mean you necessarily like what it does to you. You know, I mean, one of my favorite desserts growing up or just snacks growing up, I said like fresh blueberries, fresh raspberries, and I take heavy cream and pour it on it, sprinkle some sugar on it. Love to eat that. And even now it sounds good. The only problem is 
being lactose intolerant and not <laughs> having drank dairy and milk of any kind for, I don't know, 20-some years, it would kill me. And I still remember the last time I had that dessert, because there was a number of times I'd have it, I'm going to go, oh, I'm knowing it's going to make me sick, but I'm going to have it anyway because it's good. And I said that a number of times myself. And then the last time I had it, I'm like, all right, it's the last time I'm going to have it because it's not that good that I want to make myself that sick. You know, yeah, the truth is we decide what we want to eat based on a whole lot of reasons. Exactly. Not just taste, not just habit. I and mean, we decide based on social reasons. Yep. Like, you know, maybe you don't eat dog. Yeah. Because you have a dog as a pet. Right. You know, okay. You know, it's not that it's that different. It's maybe, the, not necessarily maybe that it tastes bad or anything. It but, might taste great, you right. know, but you, you don't eat that because you've made a decision for various reasons that you choose not to do that. Correct. Um, like I said, with beer, you develop a taste for it. You don't necessarily love it when you first try it, but right. over time you develop a taste and that taste is no less real. That like oh, is no. no less real than the like that you always say like chocolate cake. You know? Right, right. Exactly. And... All I think we're talking about here is maybe taking those a little bit more directly in hand and making some decisions that make sense for you. Like, for example, you know, when we were discussing this for the podcast, one of the things I said was that I want there are three things that I want from food. Right. And I want all three. All three. Because I know I can get them. Correct. Uh, Number one, I want it to taste good to me. Definitely. Now, remember some of these things may not taste good to you and they probably right. wouldn't taste good to me when I started. When you first started. But I have worked around to where my taste is such that I they do taste good to they me. They taste good now. I like them and that's all that matters. Correct. Uh, so I want it to taste good. Number two, I want to feel good afterward. After you eat it. Like I want, you know, I want it to benefit me, not hurt right. me. Right. You know? Yeah, so you have no no sugar crash from the triple chocolate, you know, six-layer Right. cake or whatever you know you don't have the upset stomach from the heavy cream you know right and you or, enjoy how it tasted or even this lethargic feeling from eating too much fat or other things that exactly. stop you from doing the things you enjoy doing i want to right. live a good life where i feel good right so i don't eat and feel bad that's right well crappy. you know and and a big thing about that is you know there's always a big thing you know the the people have the the car below the crash after after eating lunch later yeah. in the day they're like oh you know and it's like okay well you don't necessarily feel bad you just feel less energetic well if you can change what you're eating so that you don't have that isn't that better you know, i know i mean it's just in you can make slight changes you don't think it's absurd that i'll eat six or eight meals a day but you know what i'm not hungry yeah i'm never hungry you're not starving you're not crashing if i'm hungry yeah. that's bad yeah you're like wait something's oh, wrong i missed hungry. you're like oh shoot what time is it and you know, should i be hungry again yeah i don't understand yeah. why yeah why, why do i need to wait till i'm hungry before i eat what's going on yeah i don't i mean in in by the same token if you plan it out and you know what you're going to burn um, there's no reason to use hunger as the judge for, oh, I should eat now. And oftentimes, you know, when you are hungry, for one, you're, it's like being thirsty. By the time you you get thirsty, you're already slightly dehydrated. You should be drinking enough water throughout the day that you're never really thirsty. Obviously, if you're doing, if you're running out in, you know, the Texas sun, sometimes you're going to, I mean, you can't have a, unless you have a camelback and you're just constantly sucking water the whole time you're going, you're going to get a little bit thirsty. But again, the same idea, if you're never really hungry, you're like, well, it's starting to come on. I about that time to eat. Then you eat a lot less likely to binge, a lot less likely to make bad choices because you'll be like, oh, wait, I can choose this. You know, I don't suddenly have this craving that, okay, you know, I can go get a nice salad from this place or I can go Taco Bell. Taco Bell's quicker. I'm going to go there. You know, it might be one or two things on the Taco Bell menu you can do, but you're really, I don't know. I Don't will know. just be the first one to say, well, and incidentally, the third one is that I want to feel good about it. Correct. Meaning that I don't want to feel like, wow, I, I ate stuff that is, is not helping me. It's, yeah, it's not, not, doing what, not helping the other two. You know? Yeah, exactly. I want to feel good about it. And there are a lot of important ways to consider that. But right. anyway, I want all three and I can get it. You know... I think when it really, I, I was just going to say about hunger, that's something I hear a lot. People are like, but I'm hungry, you know, and right. and I have discovered that hungry is, hunger is a lying crap bag. Right. Hunger will lie to you. Oh, definitely. Like, like okay, here, here's a great example. Okay. I shift my eating a lot between build and loss. Oh, definitely. Like a lot. Like, There's a big change. Like double. Yeah. Like I'll go from 
you know, on an off day, 22, 2300 calories. Right. On day, 26, 28. Right. To off day, 38, 4,000. Right. On day, 5,500. 5, 5, right. Yeah. And, and that's a huge change. That's massive. Yep. So here's the thing, though. During the change, it's difficult. Yes. Like... Like going from five thousand to twenty five hundred, I feel like I'm starving. Right, it's BS right. because my burn is such that I'm only running like a five hundred calorie deficit. It's BS. So you're not you're not starving. There's no reason, but I feel like I am because you're not eating what you used to eat. On the other hand, when when I go from that twenty five hundred <laughs> up to the five thousand, I feel like I'm going to explode and die. You're like, oh my god, I can never eat this much. I've I never, know it yeah. just makes me. I felt gross. I would roll around. I, right. I'd be even. I'm not lethargic because the food's not bad. Right, but I would just feel so full. I'd be like, oh. Now, I mean, I, if I eat less than four thousand because I'm in the middle of that bill phase, right. I feel like that's I'm not eating enough. This is right. weird. It sucks. I'm hungry. <laughs> You're like, what's going on? Now, I'm not saying that hunger isn't real as well. I'm saying that it's real. There is right. real hunger. Right. But there's also a lot of lying crap bags scattered all around yep. it that makes it impossible to use as any kind of guide as to what oh, you should sure. do. If you eat when you're hungry and don't eat when you're not. You are. You have no idea what you're doing right. to yourself. You you may be randomly hitting it, maybe but you may not. You're rolling you know? the dice. I mean, I know I mean, yeah. seriously because you know I'm. I typically get you know every couple hours I need to eat. I get hungry. I need food. I'm like, yeah, I need something. But by the same token, I can get very involved in a project, um, working with you know you know working with a client. Um, I could be you know writing on the computer, writing, doing reading, whatever. whatever. All of a sudden, I'm like three, four hours, five hours go by. And I stop. Oh, I'm not really hungry. But you know what? I know I need to eat. So I will stop and eat at that point. Um, But there's also times that when I'm, you know, know, during work and I've got, you know, 10 minutes, you know, eight, 10 minutes between clients. I'm like, okay, time to eat. I'm getting kind of hungry and I'll eat very fast, which again, isn't that healthy, but it's the limited time I have. So I do it. And then I'm still hungry for a while afterwards. And I'm like, no, I got enough food mentally. I just have to realize my body has not processed yet enough to say, okay, you're full. You really did get enough food. And that's the danger, especially if you eat fast. And I'm, I'm huge, huge guilty on this. My wife is always like, slow down in a good way. I mean, she, she means it carrying and everything, but I mean, you put a plate of food in front of me. If I'm, I'm going to Hoover. It's like, I'm like, Oh wait, can I have more? And I don't need more at that point. And that's where, if you know what you're taking in, how much you need to take in, even if you do eat fast, at least there's the mental knowledge going, I'm hungry, but it will fill me up. Give it about 10 minutes and the body will catch up to the fact that I'm now or full. Even, or even, hey, like, for example, I was in a super big rush. I was leaving for class. I knew that I was screwed if I didn't eat something because right. I had to have it. So uh, so I ate liquid, essentially. You know, oh, I was sure. in a hurry, so I just used some, some meal replacement right. and sucked down 500 calories of meal replacement yep. and had a banana, you know? There you so go. So it's great. I had 600 and some changed calories, so yep. that's good. That stuff doesn't isn't going to fill me up at all. Definitely not. I'm hungry immediately thereafter. By the time you got to the car, from the kitchen to the I'm car, hungry. you're like, I'm hungry. <laughs> But I know that's BS. I know yep. that I've given myself. So what I'm saying here is that I hear this a lot. People trust their hunger. Correct. Don't. Not always. I just don't. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying it's not real. Sometimes I'm saying that it that the the safe way is to figure it out. Right. And be aware of where you are and why you're doing what you're doing, so that when you do that, when you decide to eat or not eat, it's not based on how you happen to feel at that moment, which could completely be lying to you. Correct. Instead, it's like if you feel something and it's dramatically outside what you know is happening, you can right. stop and say, wait, why would that be happening? Right. Why? And sometimes you can nail it down. Yeah, exactly. And it, and it, it happens a lot, especially like you say, you, know, you, you nailed it really uh, well when you said when the change is coming, you know, when you're going from a build to a loss or a loss to a build. Indicating its habit to some yeah. extent, you, you know, know, and. But a lot of times is when people are first starting, no matter what it is they're trying to do. Um, I've, I've had people that are trying to lose, you know, clients that are trying to lose weight, and I'm telling them they need to eat more because they're not eating enough. Well, I'm never, I don't get hungry. And I'll, I'll skip breakfast. I'll have a, you know, a couple, a couple, little bit of orange and, you know, some fruit for lunch. And then at dinner around six, I'll, you know, have something small like a salad. Okay. You're taking in about 600 calories. You need to be doing at least 12 which means you're not going to lose body fat. And so it's bringing it up with like, God, but it's so hard to eat more. It's so hard to eat more. You know, same way as, you know, the other way, people that are used to eating more, trying to cut it out. Oh God, I can't. I'm always hungry. I'm always hungry. 
And that hunger, again, is lying to you a lot of times because not to say that you're not hungry. Yeah, I'm just saying your body you can't doesn't use it to interpret it. whether you should eat or not yeah, to exactly. reach a certain goal. You know, and, and it's and it is challenging. But once you start figuring out, OK, you know, I'm going to I going to burn I want to burn 2500 2800 calories a day so I'm going to I'm going to eat 2000 or 20 2200 or whatever it, whatever it may be and then you you line that up all of a sudden it's like okay I ate my 2200 calories I burned my 2800 I'm at a 600 calorie deficit I'm still hungry I just need to let that go yeah. you know I mean you can look at it and go okay what did I do different well maybe for dinner I had oatmeal or I had you know a couple of bananas something that wasn't necessarily as filling or you drank a meal replacement shake. And again, as much as those are great post-workout and they can be good if you're in a hurry, uh, they're definitely not filling because yeah. the body does absorb them so yeah. quickly. They're and, liquid. And I think that the the fun part here is that the sort of advanced look at that is that you can start using all that information to cheat together how you feel. Right. So like, for example, I know over time that certain high, high volume, low calorie, fiber full foods right. are going to make me feel more full and less hungry. Right. Uh, I know that the low, you know, the, the closer it is to liquid, the less texture it has, right. the more, uh, you know, certain things are going to be calorie dense. Those are things that are probably not going to fill me up. Right. So like we've talked about a day that I have to eat 5,500 calories. Well, I can eat six nice full meals with that, but honestly, yep. I don't want to eat more than that. You don't really, yeah, I don't want to put more food. So in. So we're going to cheat. We're going to use some of that stuff that doesn't really fill me up and exactly. goes away. And we're going to stuff that in and make, get the rest, you know, yep. the other thousand calories or so. We're like, okay, we do the liquid and it's not bad. <laughs> you know, same thing goes when uh, maybe a day and I shift my eating around all the time. Like I mentioned back at the beginning of the podcast that I backed off some running. Right. Well, I backed off my, my food a bit as well. You're instead like, well, of, yeah, because I'm not going to burn as much. So yeah. just don't need to eat as much. Right. So instead of, you know, 4,800 to 5,000, 5,500 calories, mm. I'm eating more like, you know, 3,900 to 4,500. Yeah, okay. Exactly. Like, you that's know, fine. Not a big deal. Right. And start by removing the liquid and the stuff, yep. you know, because I still want to be full. Sure. I, I like eating. I, I, I'm i with you. Know? you. I think so, I've said that almost every podcast, I think, or pretty close. If, if we not, haven't, let's just go I ahead enjoy, and get that in. Get it in. I like eating as well. Also I enjoy peanut food. butter. Peanut butter is good. <laughs> but the funny thing is, is like, for example, I found that I was having trouble on a couple, especially I decided I took a full off day right. each week, which I haven't been doing because I've been cycling around and putting something on it, you know? Sure. And I'm like, crap, I'm going to be real low burn that day. And uh, I need to eat a lot less, and I. So my first thought was, okay, well, let's swap in all the all the low low calorie density, high fiber foods. Right. You know, things like things that I did was like I would have, I would have two things of two tubs of Greek yogurt. Sure. Well, I took one of those out and put two apples in in place of it. Oh, nice. You know, and it's great. Oh, sure. Way more full. Yeah. By the way, you can eat. Two or three apples, a couple hundred calories right. will make you explode. Oh, my God. It's yeah. so full. Especially, I don't know if you've seen those those Honeycrisps that they had for, oh, for yeah. uh, making caramel apples. Oh, the big ones? Yeah. yeah that yeah. are like the size of your head. Yeah. They're, you know, you're like, God, all right, you're, awesome. you're trying to bite into them, but you can't. You oh, I don't. Cut I cut them up. Yeah, because yeah. you, can't, you can't get your mouth open oh. wide enough to bite them. Yeah, those are I good. would eat one of those and two small ones, right. which makes a bowl piled full, <laughs> full of apple. apple. Right. It's like, I want to say it's 210 calories or something. Yeah. Nothing. Which part of dinner is great for me oh yeah i would literally i almost couldn't eat it all it was great it was, it was totally me so and, know? That, and that's and that's a good feeling when you're like i can't eat all this or it's going to be hard but i have to because and it's good for me there's that all you're getting all of those benefits i mean it's, it's getting you the results tastes you good. want it tastes i'm good. gonna feel good yep. it's it, i'm happy it's getting me what i want right i just I think manipulating that, like I said, is that advanced level where you look at it and you say, not just, I don't trust my hunger. I'm not going to work off that. I'm going to be smart about it. And I'll use the hunger as a data input. Oh, sure. You know, whatever I feel. Okay, well, we'll think about that. But I'm not going to just blindly follow it. Right. But then the next step is identifying those things that affect it and then manipulating them to feel the way you want to feel. Right. So if I feel hungry, for example, on a day when I'm eating 3,800 calories. Sure. Okay. That's BS. First of all. You're like, that's a lot of calories. I do not need to be hungry. I shouldn't be hungry. Exactly. Second of all, I mean, that's still a a five or 600 calorie surplus, which is on purpose. No reason to be hungry. But I am hungry, so okay, well, let's fix that without changing what I want to have done, I want to do here, I want right, to right. accomplish. So I'll pull out some of those, I'll swap in some other foods that, that fill right. me up more, you know? Well, you know, and a big part too is, and 
you know, people out in the podcast, you know, that are listening may have had friends that have done this or they may have done it themselves and going, okay, you know, I want to, I want to make a change. So I'm going to try dropping, you know, if you're going to try to drop some weight and like, you know what, I'm going to just take out soda goes back to the liquid thing. Liquid doesn't really fill you up. Yeah. I mean, you figure throughout the day drinking a six pack of Coke or Dr. Pepper. Holy support. You know, pretty, that. pretty That's easy. like good on five different yeah. levels. To get you know, rid of the soda. Yeah. And, and, but the thing is, is it's not that filling. So you already, you get that 1400, 1600 calories, whatever it comes out to from that six pack. And all of a sudden you take that, that those calories out empty, you know, and a lot of people that is, well, God, I feel a little bit drained because I didn't have the caffeine. Well, if you want to make that transition, Try, you know, a cup of coffee, <laughs> three calories. If you put nothing else in it, put a little bit it's of not even you know, worth logging. Milk. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's not Black even, coffee, not worth logging. not logging. Don't even bother. But so if you need that that boost of the caffeine, you can get it there. But it goes down to the fact that again, drinking that much soda, again, not realizing how many calories you're getting. Now you take that, you know, that six pack of soda, and then you make that into whole and, and look at how many calories you're getting from Whole Foods and put it in that point you're going to be stuffed and you're not going to be able to really be taking in the, all those calories. So that's, I think that's the biggest thing I've, I'm, I was really, I don't know if it's lucky or not right. when you look at it, but I, I've never been a fan of the taste of, of soda that works in your advantage. So, so well, yes, except that it's, it's way harder to not, when you have that, it's easy. If yeah, you, you can break yourself out. of that, you oh, can yeah. pull that on. Most people lose, you know, three to a thousand, 300 to a thousand calories just yep. like Just that gone yeah. a day. Me, no, I wasn't drinking any of that. I like food, <laughs> a lot of food, a lot of food. bad food. You know, rich, that's where a nice rich Alfredo sauce, and right? All that. You yeah. know, and I know how to make it too, yeah. so it does not help. <laughs> but, but I guess I, I, I just I, I know I, I can't help but think I was in class the other day. This is really funny, right? And uh, this kid had this bottle of Sprite. Okay. It was like a 20 ounce bottle of Sprite or something, right? Sure. It's not huge. It was just a, you know how they've gotten pretty good, and I like this a lot, about right. putting the actual entire contents of the bottle on the side of it in right. terms of, so in fairly large letters, it says how many calories are in the bottle. Yeah, exactly. Not, As opposed not to, serving. it is serving, and it's 2.67 servings. Per how many bottle. calories were in that bottle? No, how many? 240 something, Jesus, I think. Jesus, 200. I know, I know. I was like, I looked at that, and I was like, oh, you remember, remember when I said a big bowl, bowl of, of apple, apple size yeah. of my head? Right. Yeah. Same calories. Same calories. You're you like, know? or a 20 ounce Sprite that you just pound down. Don't even think, not thinking that it's liquid calories. You're not even thinking about it. Pure sugar going to give you that up, that down. It's just like, you know, that's just let's, let's put it through the three thoughts. Okay. Yeah. Number one, it tastes okay. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if you care that much. Maybe right. you love it. Maybe you don't. A lot of people right. just drink it as water substitute. Because that's what's, what's there. Right. Yeah. Or like I said, I'm thirsty. Yeah, exactly. Well, let me grab a Sprite. Yeah. Okay. Uh, number two, does it make you feel good? Not really. No, it gives you a buzz. And a maybe. Crash. Maybe. Yeah. Small Sprite doesn't have caffeine, so maybe and then not. You'd be amazed how many people get gas from it, right? You know, or, <laughs> or or feel get that sugar crash and don't understand that they're getting that sugar right, crash. Right. You get tired in the afternoon. Part of it might be that. You know exactly. And then number three, do you feel good about it? Well, you know, maybe, and that's okay. Right. Uh, but if you are looking to make a change or you're trying to hit a goal or something, yep. uh, that large amount of calories probably is not going to get you toward that. And and if you're looking at from a fullness point of view, you pull that 20 ounces of Sprite out and put in 20 ounces of water, same fill, fillingness in the yeah, there. Yeah, now mean, you can have... Now you can have a bowl of apples bowl the size of your, your head. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, I know you probably don't like apples. Maybe you Maybe don't not. like apples right now. You like them apples? I'm sorry. Yes. <laughs> Can't help it. Couldn't help come it. On, come on. Boom. You like them apples? <laughs> sorry, yep. so you see, We're uh, on the same I page. That movie. <laughs> yep, yep. But uh, anyway, but you could put something else in there. I mean, that that was, I think, one of the biggest motivators for me early on was realizing that that the substitution was not just like dictated to me, but rather my choice. And, right. and I, I could put things that I, I started looking at the opportunity cost. And we've talked about this for each food, as opposed right. to somebody's making me, you know, Oh, exactly. It's, uh, you literally look at it and I looked at that and I thought, Holy crap, I, I love apples. I could have a bowl of apples the size of my head. 
I, there are a lot of other things you could have. Hell, you could almost have a brownie for for that. I mean, right. if I mean, you're going to take the sugar crash, if you're gonna anyway. take the, yeah, if you're going to take the 240 <laughs> calories for that, anyway, it's not going to be in a bottle of sort of half clear sugar water, you know? Right, but it's bubbly that makes you belch around people. <laughs> yeah, and you're screw like, hey, that! I yeah. could, <laughs> I could, I could blow 20, 250 calories in a far better way. Right, but I was shocked. I was like, whoa! You're like, what? You know? what? Yeah, I mean, at least the little ones, they're like a hundred and hundred and ten, hundred and twenty, hundred and fifty. You know? So, but yeah, they. It, and it's amazing just how quick you have a couple of beers for that if you really were into that yeah if you if you want liquid and you don't want water but <laughs> hey you know what's gonna you know, we talked about the developed taste if you've developed the taste for beer you could have had a couple of them i'm not suggesting in class but you could, <laughs> though it could happen anyway okay, but sure. later that night you could have two beers for ditching that for some water you know right I don't know. And then when people are like, well, I don't like the taste of water. Well, put some in it, you know? Yeah, grab grab some of the Mio. The, the, I mean, they, Whatever. the new one yeah, that's out there, or the Crystal Light, or the, there's a bunch of stuff out there that's calorie-free, and it doesn't taste like water. And I mean, tea. A little, a, little bit of, a little bit of tea, if you want. I mean, I love the taste of water, personally, and when I'm working out, that's really all I want to drink. But I mean, Actually, of- I drink water fine. I used to drink this, what we I drink habitually around the house, is right. extremely watered-down Crystal Light fake tea. And it, it's it's a nice it's like little change. Crystal light raspberry tea, but it's really a glass of water with about a tenth of a glass of water, <laughs> a tenth of a glass yeah. of fill fake it up, tea. put some ice in it, and just color it. Yeah, like, there we go. I know it's weird. I used to drink that because I didn't like water. Right. The gym broke me of that a long time ago. I mean, sure. you can't you can't carry around some specialty crap in the gym. I mean, it'll break you. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you've got to like, wait a minute. There's a fountain on the wall, man. Right. You know, I carry a bottle and I drink a couple of liters of water. Refill, go back. Refill, go back. Yep. And that broke me of it. I just don't even care. I don't care if it's hot or cold or, or medium or yep. as long as it's not going to burn me or freeze me. Yep. And if I can drink it, it's water. I'm good. Right. Uh, during the day, I carry around that same bottle full of water, and I I drink it all drink day it throughout the day. So. Yeah, but that said, at home, I have this weird habit of drinking right. the fake, the, the, <laughs> the watered down, the watered down, watered down fake yep. tea. So I do, but it's it's still good. So anyway, some interesting stuff to think about. Yeah, definitely gives you know gives, gives you some ideas to kind of put some thought around it and just you know look at you know what is you know what are your you know what's your body what's your you know routine what adaptations are happening for you and are they the adaptations you want and if they're not what do you need to do to change it and you know and then again looking you know kind of in the zone you know are you getting what you want from it are you enjoying it and do you feel good about it and if you're if you're getting all, all three of those and you know it may not be the you know the absolute best the grease burger that you know you say oh i love that you know and if i were to go back and have that bowl of fresh raspberries with heavy cream it probably taste it would probably taste really good i, I have no doubt would. that it would at least at the moment uh yeah for about you know, about <laughs> 10 minutes afterwards when it hits my stomach and then i'm like oh i'm gonna go lay in the corner for a while so to me it's again i definitely wouldn't feel good so i'm not gonna make that choice you know um and i i like my frozen blueberries and strawberries with my soy milk and it freezes it and, and then i get my bowl of ice cream fruit that i like a lot so yeah so. soy milk freezes better than almond milk it does yes almond milk separates entirely when it freezes right so it so. becomes whitish ice and some goo goo <laughs> so not, you're like, not nah, so good not so appetizing not so, so. Good. but right. the soy milk does pretty good with it so yeah. good stuff well anything you want to add no i just hope everyone has a great week hell yeah we'll see you back next week From everyone here at FitSmart and GWC, thanks for listening. If you have a question for us or you just have something to add to our discussion, we'd love to hear from you. You can give us a call at 214-296-9229. Just follow the instructions there to leave us a voicemail for inclusion in a future podcast. You can find more FitSmart and some of the friendliest people and fitness geeks around on the GWC website and forum at galacticwatercooler.com. Don't miss the Wolverines Fitness Forum. And don't forget, financial support from listeners like you keeps FitSmart and all GWC podcasts on the net each week. To find out how to donate, visit galacticwatercooler.com slash donate. We do our best to provide you accurate and valuable information on the FitSmart podcast. But to make personal fitness decisions, you need information tailored specifically to your unique health and life situation. So talk to your doctor or other health professionals before changing your eating or activity. Finally, the opinions expressed here are solely those of the hosts and do not represent those of the podcast network or the host's employers.